Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Derry Show is on the air. Got rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave. And it's a goofy thing, but I just got to say, I'm doing all right. Well, I think I'll make me some homemade soup. I'm feeling pretty good and that's the truth. It's neither drink nor drug induced. No, I'm just doing all right. It's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. It's a hard times in the neighborhood. But why can't every day be just as good? Well, there is an embarrassment of riches as a talk host today. There are a lot of things to talk about. On the Democrat side, on the Republican side, more importantly, an update on what happened in Chattanooga. Of course, your Chicago weekend crime update. The Cuban embassy in D.C. opening today, reestablishing diplomatic relations for the first time since 1961. A pro surfer escapes a shark attack in South Africa, and it's all captured on tape. That's on our blog as well, by the way, at michaelberry.com. It's, um, if you're stuck in the office right now, it's a good way to kill a few minutes. It's interesting. Police in San Bernardino, California, pretend to be curbside panhandlers holding up a sign as a ruse to be able to bust texting drivers. Guess you've solved all the other problems. A school district with an actual spine, an Illinois high school, tells little people group to go pound sand because they will not change the school's nickname, the Midgets. Never thought the day would come that we would need a federal law to protect parents who allow their children to walk to school. But with a spate of stories of parents finding themselves in trouble with the law for giving their kids some autonomy, it's probably necessary. We'll tell you about the law. The days where drones will deliver things to us, probably a whole lot closer, after a company completes the first ever FAA-approved drone delivery. Police near the Texas-Mexico border charge an illegal alien with multiple uh, charge an illegal alien with two brutal murders after multiple deportations. What kind of trash would steal a hearse during a funeral in Buffalo, New York? A hearse is stolen, delaying the procession. Nanny staters taking over the military. The Navy reportedly preparing a ban. On fried foods. Yeah. No. 
seriously. Seriously. The VA says that they need $2.5 billion to cover a shortfall between now and the end of the fiscal year, which is only 60 days, a little over 60 days away. Otherwise, they will have to close hospitals. When I was on city council, then-Mayor Lee Brown used to do that. He would spend more money than the city had, and then he would say, we need more money, or we can start laying off police officers. It was never, we need more money, or I, the mayor, won't get paid. Okay, well, then don't get paid. We don't like you anyway. It was never, we need more money, or I won't be able to take more trips. It was always, we need more money, or we'll lay off cops, and you'll all end up dead. Always that they cut the things, they would immediately have to cut the things that you most wanted. Well, everybody wants the veterans to have health care. The one group that doesn't seem to care if the veterans get health care is the VA, and now they're going to use their need for more money and hold out, hold as hostage veteran health care when that's the one thing we ever wanted as taxpayers in the first place. All right, we'll get to all that. But our first story, and most important, a Navy sailor who was shot in the Chattanooga terrorist attack has died. So now it's four Marines and one sailor dead. Saturday, the Navy announced that Navy Petty Officer 2nd Class Randall Smith, 24, died from his injuries. Smith was one of the three people injured when Kuwaiti-born, I heard Mark Levin say this the other day, and I had to text him. I thought it was the greatest line ever. He calls him yabba dabba do. <laughs> so all credit to Mark Levin. When Kuwaiti-born yabba dabba do opened fire at two military recruitment centers, killing four Marines. Smith was shot three times at the Navy Operational Support Center by Yabba Dabba Doo. He underwent several surgeries and died around 2.17 a.m. Saturday. Smith grew up in Paulding, Ohio, and leaves behind a wife and three young daughters. Wow. Although badly injured, he was still able to communicate with his wife at the hospital after emerging from one of the surgeries. WANE-TV reported that, quote, when he came out, he finally responded to them and gave his wife a thumbs up, end quote. Gosh, you have to think she thought he was going to make it, especially at that point. <sighs> Imagine the relief on her face when he gave her the thumbs up, because the thumbs up means everything's going to be okay. Everything has to be okay now. He's the strong one in the family. If he gives the thumbs up, he's going to make it. She saw him alive. He's going to make it. Four fallen Marines were Gunnery Sergeant Thomas Sullivan, who joined the military in 1997. He had taken three tours. He had taken three tours of duty in the Marines since then. The first spanning parts of 04 and 05, and the most recent running from August of 14 to January 15. He was a two-time Purple Heart recipient, among many other honors, including a Good Conduct Medal, Combat Action Ribbon, and Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, according to the military. Lance Corporal Squire K. Wells, known as Skip, became a Marine in 2014. He was listed as a field artillery cannoneer. He'd already earned a National Defense Service Medal. Staff Sergeant David Wyatt, who did two tours, tours of duty between October of 07 and April of 08 as part of Operation Iraqi Freedom. He was deployed again for parts of 10 and 11 for what the military called Operation Enduring Freedom, which relates to the years-long campaign in Afghanistan. 
Wyatt amassed many medals, commendations, and other honors for his service. And finally, Sergeant Carson Holmquist, who enlisted in the Marines in January of 2009 and had already had two tours in Afghanistan, one in 13, the other in 14. Numerous recognitions for his work. The military identified him as an automotive maintenance technician. So the death toll now at five from Chattanooga. Barack, a.k.a. Pookie, will not be going to Chattanooga to sing Amazing Grace, though, because this isn't Charleston, South Carolina. And while he is the commander-in-chief, supposedly, for our military, their leader, when they die in the service of this country, he doesn't go to their funerals because Marine lives don't matter to him. Navy lives don't matter to him. Sailor lives don't matter to him. White lives don't matter to him. But occasionally, when it's politically useful, black lives matter to Barack Obama. But only when the cameras are on. We'll talk about what Donald Trump said and what it means for the campaign coming up next. The Michael Berry Show. The Michael Berry Show. Michael Berry Show. It's hilarious. The first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, and no one could change my mind, but Mama tried. One and only rebel child from a family meek and mild, my Mama seemed to know what lay in store. In spite of all my Sunday learning, towards the bad I kept on turning, till Mama couldn't hold me anymore. I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole No one could steer me right but Mama tried Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame cause Mama tried So Donald Trump over the weekend made a statement The reaction is, you might imagine, over the top there's so much, this whole story is fraught with so much, so many overtones, or so many undertones. There are so many elements at play before we get to this story. You begin with the idea that the people that like Trump, most of them had no opinion of him a year ago. But Trump started speaking to issues that it seemed the field wouldn't address, at least not in an aggressive tone the way a lot of people wanted them to. And by the way, I've about had enough. It's brilliant, but I've about had enough of it. And please don't traffic in it yourselves. Of the idea that if you want the border closed and you're tired of illegal immigration and you're tired of, like the story we told you about, um, police in Westlaco. Is that Westlaco or Westlaco? Westlaco. Westlaco, near the Texas-Mexico border, charged an illegal alien with two brutal murders after multiple deportations. 
Martin Casimiro Margarito reportedly, sorry, repeatedly entered the country illegally. Federal documents showed that Margarito waded or rafted across the Rio Grande River four times in 07 and was caught by Border Patrol agents. Maybe he just really liked rafting. Margarito served a total of 130 days in federal prison for his four Ill- re- illegal re-entries into the country. All right, now look, you can't come into the country. You're going to spend a couple of days in, in prison. Okay. Then you can come right back again. Eventually you'll get through. He paid $40 for the crime and was ordered deported every time. Margarito made it back to the U.S. and is now the prime suspect in these murders. In January of this year, a man called the Popo and said he escaped from a home. The caller said he was kidnapped because he lost a drug load. Popo raided the police, raided the house. Popo found another person tied up during the house's raid. Margarito and a teen were arrested. Margarito struck a plea deal with federal authorities on that case. He'll be sentenced in August. And now he's the prime suspect in the, kid, in the kidnapping of a woman who was murdered in Hidalgo County and the murder and kidnapping of a man in McAllen. Both murders were believed to be related to human smuggling. Hmm. So I guess everybody's not coming here to be sweet little workers, right? Or as John McCain says, it'll cost you 50 cents more for a head of cabbage. We shut down the border. 50 cents more, says John McCain. So you've got Donald Trump, who the Republican field is... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Eager to get out of the race. And everybody that knows politics knew. Some little twerp on Twitter kept saying, yeah, yeah, well, what about this, Michael Berry? <laughs> Donald Trump is, is in first place now. <laughs> You're going to interview him? Donald Trump won't be on the, in the race January 1st. I told you that. I knew that to be true. And anybody who's ever been around politics for more than 10 minutes knew that to be true. Trump was not going to last. He was going to be his own undoing. I actually liked Trump being in the race because he was bringing up the issue that the other candidates won't bring up because they're so fearful 
that if you are perceived as the leader on that issue, that the media will destroy you. And so they just pretend it isn't there. Illegal immigration. And generally the way the Republican field deals with illegal immigration is to describe it as being very complex and it will require comprehensive reform. So if you go in to the hospital and you've got part of your arm dangling from an accident, they're not going to fix that because unless they can fix everything throughout your body, you got a little fat over here, one of your toes is crooked, your sciatica acts up ever so often, you got the irritable bowel syndrome, sometimes the acid reflux is getting worse and worse. I'm sorry, Ramon, I shouldn't list all your maladies. Your Martin O'Maladies. <laughs> unless unless we can fix all that, we can't fix his arm. But my arm is broken in, in compound fracture. Nope. Unless we can fix everything, we can fix nothing. And that way you make the story so complicated you can't ever fix the problem. Here comes Trump. Close the border. Bad guys coming in. Gotta fix it. Shoots to the front of the field. This must be stopped. Every Republican in the field perceives, look. I can't get any, there's no oxygen left. I can't get any press attention. I can't raise any money. All anybody I call wants to talk about is Trump. So they all have an interest in getting him out. Not just the Republican establishment, every Republican can, everybody. Walker wants him out. He is, he is slowing the momentum of every one of them. Then comes John McCain. John McCain. You remember that little dumbass that ran for president in 2008? That little twerp? He brings in Sarah Palin because he cannot energize the base. So he knew he needed somebody from outside the normal. This guy's been an insider since 1982. 36 years he's been an elected official. This guy has offended every member of the Republican Party base. There, Nobody wants him. So brings in Sarah Palin and then goes on to trash her. If it hadn't been for Palin, I'm not sure he would have won a state. It's a slight exaggeration, but not far. Palin was the energy in that campaign. She was the excitement. I don't think she did herself any favors after that. Her popularity reduced significantly, but she's still far more popular than he is way more popular than he is. So McCain starts sniping at Trump, all part of the strategy to take him off his game. And then Donald Trump said this. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You can have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. Vintage Trump saying something he may or may not even believe, but saying something dramatic, a flair for the dramatic, a grand statement that kind of bowls you back and then, wow, 
That's what Trump's done his entire career. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years He's a war BMW hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you He's agree with hero. that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You could have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. Trump was focusing on what he said, not on what he was. But the fallout from that is going to be dramatic. We'll talk about that coming up. Extremely entertaining. The Michael Berry Show. The Michael Berry Show. So I love him. Cedar Rapids over the weekend. <laughs> and they handed out, her campaign did, blue koozies with white lettering. You might know why that would be funny. Deep blue koozies with white lettering that said, Chillery Clinton. Chillin' with Hillary. It said Chillery Clinton. Because you see, this is designed to make Hillary younger, cooler, hipper, more relatable. In little letters above it, it says more like. And at the bottom, it says A-M-I-R-I-T-E, as in am I right? So that it reads more like Chillery Clinton. Am I right? Yep. Hillary Clinton just chilling out in Cedar Rapids. I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. City of Caesars, land of the brave. Cedar Rapids, I to the A. Rebel with my heart till I lay in the grave. Where the chicks get ratchet and the dudes get paid. Hit downtown on a Friday night. Liquid lounge, low lean and sprite. Two bad chicks is like ass thick. And my smash in, yeah, that's probably right. And we don't smoke that Keisha. Cause all we smoke is that Monica. Might hit the club with Tisha. And lead a bitch with Veronica. Now, what's funny about that whole scenario is a dark blue koozie with white lettering for Hillary Clinton. Wasn't there a dark blue background with white? I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Hillary has become a parody of herself. Let's talk about Donald Trump. He made the following statement. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you He's agree with hero. that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You could have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. So let's start with this. I despise John McCain. 
I absolutely, positively despise John McCain for things like referring to members of the Tea Party who don't want the debt ceiling increased. Of course, this was $4 trillion ago as Tea Party hobbits. That if the House GOP refuses to raise the debt ceiling, a default crisis or gradual government shutdown will ensue and the public will turn in mass against Barack Obama. Republican House that failed to raise the debt ceiling would somehow escape all the blame. Then Democrats would have no choice but to pass a balanced budget amendment and reform entitlements and the Tea Party hobbits could return to Middle Earth having defeated Mordor. This is the kind of crack political thinking that turned Sharon Angle and Christine O'Donnell into GOP Senate nominees. The reality is that the debt limit will be raised one way or another, and the only issue now is how, with how much fiscal reform and what political fallout. We had a chance to beat Harry Reid in Nevada. Sharon Angle was leading. Reed brought in the union goons with the casinos and the Republicans. The leadership, of which McCain is one, refused to do anything about it. He's part of the group in Missouri who allowed Claire McCaskill to win a race where she was losing by six percentage points because of a momentary slip, although you could argue it's not, by a candidate who was set to beat her, a Republican, to take away that seat. She had been Obama's campaign chairman in Missouri, and here we were going to beat her. And he said in cases of legitimate rape, and made very clear, there are cases where it is claimed and does not occur. And we have seen with Lena Dunham and a number of recent cases, the UVA rape hoax, Rolling Stone exposed, and yet the Republicans, led by John McCain, turned against him. The major Democrat in Florida, who was the governor at the time, who was running for the Senate, that was supported by John Cornyn, Lindsey Gramnesty, Mitch McConnell, and John McCain, was defeated by Marco Rubio. They tried to destroy Rubio, then became a Democrat for Barack Obama. That's the kind of people John McCain supports, likes, and will destroy a Republican over. In 2012, when Santorum had won three primaries over the weekend, this is what John McCain said of the voters in Missouri, Colorado, and I think Montana, but I can't remember the third state. Yeah, I think this was really very small numbers of people that, that turned out, and I respect their views, but I don't believe that they are representative of the broad majority of Republican voters. When you don't vote the way he wants, and you're the ones who show up and the others don't, then you don't represent Republican voters. Mind you, this was in Missouri and Colorado, arguably swing states. They don't represent the views. Yeah, I think this was really very small numbers of people that, that turned out, and I respect their views, but I don't believe that they are representative of the broad majority of Republican voters. So let's establish that we despise John McCain. Nobody but nobody despises 31-year-old John McCain.
who was shot down, tortured for five and a half years. Now, I, I think there is probably some level of resentment that here we are later, 48 years later or 42, and 42 years after he's released, that he's still allowed to have opinions that are out, outside the Republican basis um, belief set and that no one will take him on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because of the perception that, well, because he was a war hero. And I think that's what Trump was speaking to. But the off-the-cuff statement at that moment, that's going to hurt him, and it's going to hurt him bad. We'll talk about it. Come on. Well, of course, it's Michael Berry. It's the Mike Berry Show. Michael Berry Show. Hey, hey, Mama said the way you move going to make you sweat, going to make you groove. Anytime you make a statement that is considered controversial, there is always, I'm sorry, there is almost always an upside that may not be foreseen or even after the fact realized by others that may give you some advantage. In a pack of 15 candidates, if you get to 10% in the polls, you're doing something. You're better than the, you're ahead of most of the others at this point in the process. Well, just like the Democrats, the Republicans are made up of a coalition of a number of different groups. I mean, for everyone who says that there's crazies in the Republican Party, there's an avowed socialist on the Democrat side who raised $15 million and is packing out arenas. That's crazy. The problem with what, with what Trump said is by criticizing McCain to say he's not a war hero, his, the, the first part of his statement, there are others who I've heard argue that being captured does not make you a hero. There are a lot of people who would agree with that. But to say I prefer those who didn't get captured. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. That's the part. The problem is... Nobody in the Trump group says, there you go. Tell them we don't like the ones that were captured. We prefer our war heroes not be captured. 
There may be some who are going to stick with Trump because they're going to stick with Trump. But I don't think any are clapping that he said it. And there are plenty of people who said, whoa, 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 whoa. You just insulted every POW. Now, listen, in politics, a lot of times they make sweeping statements that go far beyond. But he actually did do that. Look, I think Trump needs to stay in the race because he keeps a particular issue on the table that goes the way the day he gets out of the race. And that bothers me. He has a very important role in the race, and I want him to stay in the race. But I'm telling you strategically, that was, there's blood in the water now. He's not getting out this week. He's not getting out next week. But they now realize they can get him, and they're going to. They're going to drag this story out about three or four days. He's going to make some more statements about this that are indefensible. That statement is indefensible. I don't care how much you love Trump. Nobody in politics says, whoa, you don't realize how smart that's going to turn out to be. When Bill Clinton had in 1992 what came to be known as his sister soldier moment, and he stood up to sister soldier and pushed back, there were a lot of people who realized that was the moment Bill Clinton said, I can be a leader for America. And I can win black votes by pointing out that Sister Soldier is not representative of blacks. I am mature enough in the black community to know that. And he was applauded. It was considered a brilliant tactical move. And white working class voters looked at him as, okay, so you're not going to pander to her and Al Sharpton. That's not what Trump pulls off here. What Trump pulls off here is managing to take one of the most unlikable people in American politics today and remind them of the to attack the one element that no one will attack, nor should they. We don't like 79-year-old John McCain, but nobody dislikes 31-year-old John McCain. He's on a bombing mission over Hanoi. He's shot down. He's seriously injured. He's captured by the Viet Cong. He's a prisoner of war for five and a half years. He was tortured. Nobody doubts that. He never spoke. He never gave up. He never gave up details. Nobody doubts that. He has lifelong injuries you can still see today. You can despise John McCain. For a number of reasons. And that's what that's the emotion that Trump was overcome with when he made a statement that you cannot doubt was downright stupid, whether he thinks it or not. I don't think he really thinks that. I don't. I think that's Trump, the guy that knows sometimes you got to have a flair, got to make a grand statement. And I think he fired that off. It's kind of comment that you're smoking cigars with your buddies and having a scotch, and you go, uh, and somebody says, yeah, what, did you see what McCain said about you? Ha! McCain, he got captured, that jackass. But if you actually stop to think about it, you don't believe that. Getting captured may not be heroic, but being in a position where you're shot down 
makes you brave. Enduring five years of torture? Wow. I don't know anybody that's ever been through it that would say it's anything less than heroic. And the POW MIA community is not going to allow that statement to be made, that door to be open and remain open. And that's a group that is revered and respected and admired without qualification. Walt, you're on the Michael Berry Show. Go ahead. Hold on. Ramon will have to pot you up. Ah, there we go. Walt? Yes, sir. Good morning, Michael. I'm uh, a retired U.S. Navy Chief Petty Officer, and for quite a while, I'm retired now. I retired in 1980, but for quite a while, I thought a lot of John McCain. Matter of fact, when he first was released, I, he was living on the uh, Naval Academy grounds, and I drove over there. I was stationed at Fort Meade, Maryland in the NSA, and uh, just to see his home and everything. But since then, I've I've Changed my opinion of him completely. Um, yeah, he was. Well, hold on just a second, Walt, and I'm sorry to do this to you. This is my poor clock management. This is not your fault. You waited patiently. Let me take a momentary break. We'll get some news in, and I'll come straight to you. I, I, I get the sense I don't want to have to cut you off in, in the middle of the call, and I didn't watch the clock closely enough. Uh, we will talk to Walt. We will talk about Donald Trump and John McCain and your thoughts on this matter coming up in just a moment. And again, my apologies, Walt. Stay tuned. You're going to want to hear this. It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Berry Show is on the air. Before we go back to Walt, one quick comment. Let, let, let me reset. Donald Trump making a statement over the weekend. He's not a war hero. A statement about John McCain responding to a question related to the fact of you've been arguing with John McCain, and this is a man who is a war hero. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured. Salon.com had a piece in 2000 about the upcoming presidential election between, uh, well, we we, we were still in the primary. McCain and Bush were the leading candidates. Al Franken, described as former cast member of Saturday Night Live and author of Rush Limbaugh is a Big Fat Idiot. His comment on the 2000 Republican primary. The 2000 election will determine whether we continue going in the direction Clinton started, a sort of common sense, doable liberalism versus going back to the tax cut, anti-environment conservative agenda. Skipping down two paragraphs, he says he, he criticizes the Republicans and then he goes to, I doubt I could cross the line and vote Republican. I have tremendous respect for John McCain, but I don't buy the war hero thing. Anybody can be captured. I thought the idea was to capture them. As far as I'm concerned, he sat out the war. 
As far as I'm concerned, he sat out the war. As a guy who hates John McCain's politics, starting in 1982 when he went to Congress, I can't imagine saying he sat out the war. That's like saying Marcus Luttrell sat out two weeks in an Afghan village on his deathbed. I mean, that that is as low a blow as you can possibly state. As far as I'm concerned, he sat out the war. Did you hear any media uproar then? Walt, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Well, yeah, I, uh, you know I what? So st- start over if you would, since I had to interrupt you. Now we got plenty of time, so go ahead. Okay. Well, I thank you very much. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that John McCain and others that were captured that was a horrendous thing, and and they should be, you know, appreciated for what they are and what they did. When you're in, when you're in any job, you know, the military included. If you're a professional, then your desire, or my, I'll put it this way, my desire was to be where the action is, to be, to use my training to the best of the ability to defend this country and the people that are in the military. The John McCain, yeah, he volunteered to stay another tour. He transferred ships and changed squadrons so that he could stay over there. You know, that's commendable. He's a professional, you know. And he knew all of the possibilities of getting shot down or crashed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Or whatever. He, he was a hero on the fire stall when that fire took place. You know, he, he was in one of the aircraft. He jumped and ran to help other people, you know, and that was noted. But since in, in his political life and... You know, I look back and I think, you know, he was one of the gang of seven and, and one of the gang of 14 that I believe sincerely undermined President Bush and leaked the information that supposedly was secret or or at least what, you know, what President Bush was doing. Uh, and you ask the people of Arizona what they think of John McCain. You know, I mean, he's the one that built the damn wall. And then he turns around and, you know, bullied Jeff Flake into voting according to what he wanted, um, did all kinds of things to to increase or allow the importation of illegal aliens. Oh, well, well you, you won't get any disagreement from me, but now you're talking about John McCain in his 60s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. At 33 years old, to say that that, that, that person at 30, we are assessing who that man was from 33 to 38. I'm sorry, from 31 to 36. From 31 to 36, he was a, a Navy pilot that was doing his job. 
And, you know, they crucified General Patton for saying to, to someone, I didn't, you know, you shouldn't come here to give your life for your country. You should come here to let make the other guy, guy give his. Let the other guy give his life for his country. John McCain was doing a job and he was being well paid for it. And there was hazards. You know, there's hazards in truck drivers' lives. What if a truck driver gets killed going down the road in an accident? You know, what if, what if you walk out the door and, you know, trip on the curb and fall over and kill yourself? You know, John McCain, yeah, he, it was horrendous what he went through. I am sincerely sorry for he or anybody that was there, you know, that went through that. I, I was, I volunteered for Vietnam. My, my wife hated it. The fact that I volunteered to go to Vietnam, I was never accepted because of the job category that I was in. But, you know, that's, that's the, the epitome of a professional is to be there and do your job so well protecting this country and protecting the people who serve it. You know, it just, when I, when I look at these people and I look at these Republicans and, you know, people like Jeb Bush that says, you know, they come here out of love and, uh, you know, and all this kind of garbage. Well, I, I agree. You su- are, do you support, who, do you have a candidate in the election? Yeah. Who's that? Donald Trump. Yeah, of course. Um, with all due respect, Walt, um, <laughs> I, I think that your support for for Trump has uh, has clouded your view. I think that if Barack Obama last week before this started, I think if Barack Obama were to say, Senator McCain disagrees with me on this issue. And someone were to say, but McCain is a war hero. And if Donald Trump were to say hero, <laughs> hero, he was captured. I prefer the guys that weren't captured. I'm serious. <laughs> I prefer the guys that weren't captured. Well, I'll guarantee you, you and every single Trump supporter would lose your ever loving mind. That would be the one. He has now insulted our POWs. And you'd say, I don't like McCain, but for the president of the United States of America to make that statement, Donald Trump's running to be the president of the United States of America. Michael, now you're just part of the Republican establishment and you're going to take away Trump. Damn it. Finally, I had something nice, and you're going to take him away. Why? I haven't had nothing nice in a long time. Folks, if you're honest with yourself, if Donald Trump believes that, then Republican voters are not going to let him be president. And that's the process. That's a fact. This is the Michael Berry Show. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So raw's enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. Those folks in Texas that love country music and... 
the beautiful sound of a fiddle. I remember down in Lamenting the loss of a great one over the weekend. Wade Stockton, who last played for the Scott Taylor Band, who has frequented the Redneck Country Club. Wade was a 2013 inductee into the Fiddler's Hall of Fame. He was last year's MC at the, uh, the Big Fiddle Championship and I'm told was a listener to our show. Died over the weekend in a one-car crash. His last post on Facebook, I love this, is a koozie, a shot of a koozie with a rebel flag on it. And it says, the new endangered species, just to the back. It's got a beer inside it. I can't tell what brand of beer. Probably a Pearl, Lone Star. Over to the side, I... Uh, is so you can barely see it is a cigar half smoked Cheryl Atkinson has a post on her blog at CherylAtkinson.com it says fact check the Washington Post on Donald Trump and John McCain she writes Donald Trump appears to have gotten under the skin of not only Democrats but also fellow Republicans and the news media has that subjected Trump, a Republican presidential candidate, to unfair and or inaccurate reporting? An article in the Post today is headlined, quote, Trump slams McCain for being, quote unquote, captured in Vietnam. The article's lead sentence states, quote, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump slammed Senator John McCain, Republican Arizona, a decorated Vietnam War veteran, on Saturday by saying McCain was not a war hero because he was captured by the North Vietnamese. Is this report accurate? In fact, Trump's actual quote is the opposite of what is presented in the Post's first sentence. Discussion. Number one, the Post did not provide context at the outset, disclosing that McCain and Trump have been feuding with McCain characterizing some Trump supporters as crazies and Trump stating that McCain graduated last in his class in Annapolis. I think he was fifth from the bottom, if I remember correctly. But close enough, he was at the bottom of his class. The charged rhetoric continued at the conservative Family Leadership Summit in Ames, Iowa, this weekend. When a panelist characterized McCain as a war hero... The Post is accurate in reporting that Trump initially said McCain is not a war hero. But then Trump immediately modified his statement, saying four times that McCain is a war hero. Now, you can listen again to the first time he does it. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured. Okay? You could have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. I love Cheryl. I loved her book, Stonewalled. I love the fact that she stood up to CBS. I lo- love the fact that she reported accurately on Benghazi before anyone else did. But she's dead wrong on this one. When Trump said, when, when, when McCain says, He's not a war hero and comes back to he does the following words come out of his mouth. He's a war hero. He is a war hero because he was captured. He is not saying 
I believe, after all, I was incorrect in my previous statement. He is a war. I believe him to be a war hero. He is qualifying his heroism. He's saying he's a war hero because he was captured. In other words, he's less a hero. The fact that he was unsuccessful in his run, the fact that the North Vietnamese were more successful than him in that battle, that's what he's saying. He's qualifying his heroism and thereby reducing it. He does believe he's not a war hero. You, you can't change that. Listen carefully to the words he says. He's not a war he's hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years he's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you he's agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You could have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but, but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. He did say some very bad things. He called Trump supporters crazies. Now, he will be described in the coming days as some sort of sainted figure. John McCain, war hero. First of all, what you did in 1967 should not in any way give you more credibility in your political positions in 2015. That was a 33-year-old man. And that 33-year-old man's behavior has been amply honored. But it doesn't make you any more an expert on military affairs, veterans' affairs, foreign policy, or domestic policy in this country. It is a behavior and a point in your time, an act in your time, that has been rightly honored and will forever be enshrined in our level of respect. But as my friend Chance McLean posted, and I can't read it exactly, you can be a guy who engaged in heroism 45 years ago and still be a D-bag today. And that's exactly what John McCain is. Emails coming in, calls coming in, to tell me all the horrible things McCain did, include in those, by the way, the Keating scandal. John McCain, who part, McCain, part of McCain-Feingold, is supposed to be the campaign finance reform guy. <laughs> the guy that was involved in the Keating scandal, the savings and loan scandal, the guy who very likely, very likely, took money from a donor that other senators were in bed with, Count that amongst, not the only thing on the list, amongst the dirty deeds this man has committed. In my opinion, John McCain is what is wrong with American politics. More than Mitch McConnell, more than Lindsey Gramnesty, his little tag-along mini-me shadow, more than even John Cornyn, John McCain is what is wrong with American politics today. The guy who said, the guy who referred to that stupid wall when Republicans in his state 
wanted a wall built because hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Arizona is overrun by illegal aliens. And there he is in D.C. Hadn't been back to Arizona in years, effectively. Talking about how stupid the people in his state, his voters, were. And then it came time for his reelection. And he had a Republican primary challenge by a talk show host there. And he comes back and says, okay, all right, all right, we'll build the wall. Well, of course he didn't mean it, but he didn't call them crazies then, did he? John McCain has a disdain for the American voter, especially the American Republican voter, that dares to question him, that dares to disagree with him. He thinks the debt ceiling should be increased every time Barack Obama wants it to. He thinks we should be overrun by illegal aliens. He thinks we should be engaged in every war. This is the guy who rushed to Libya and told us that we should overthrow Gaddafi. Well, don't tell me about Benghazi because we don't have Benghazi, but for the fact that we overthrow Gaddafi because the nation was stable. This is the guy who wanted us attacking Syria, and it turns out the group that he was embedded with were al-Qaeda. The guy's an absolute idiot. You simply don't criticize the five and a half years he was held in captivity. That's all. Michael Berry. I feel like I get a lot of information from his show. The Michael Berry Show. Train, Train by Blackfoot. We had a memorial for uh, Scott James at the RCC Saturday night. Since Charlie Hager's, Charlie Hager doesn't do this song on harmonica, so they had somebody come in and do it, and it was uh, it was a fitting tribute. It was very cool. Before we get back to McCain and Donald Trump, Breitbart reports former Florida Governor Jeb Bush said he would strive to be like Lyndon Johnson, the Democrat famous for expanding the U.S. welfare state through the Great Society, if he were elected president. Bush made those comments Wednesday night in San Antonio, Florida, at St. Leo University while speaking about education, immigration, and energy policy. Wow. Said he would govern like Lyndon Johnson. No wonder he hates the Tea Party. No wonder he hates the Tea Party. Back to the Trump-McCain issue. First of all, John McCain should not be a participant in the Republican presidential nomination process. 
anything he he says should be automatically silenced because he is nothing more than a shill for the big government Republican establishment. The whole reason McCain's out there calling Trump supporters crazy is because they're the very people that won't support him. That's why he calls them Tea Party hobbits. The fact that Republicans in Arizona who had been furious with him sent him back after everything he had said about them speaks to the abiding belief of the Republican primary voter that somehow, some way, eventually, John Cornyn and John McCain will come around to your way of thinking. Not true. They'll do it just long enough to get six more years. And those first three, four years or those six years, they really hate you because they can afford to. Because they know you'll forget. Eventually, you'll forget. Eventually, they'll get back to voting time. And eventually, when they do, when it comes back to voting time, they'll convince you that if you don't vote for them, the Democrats are going to get you. And Republican voters will keep doing it over and over and over again. So Donald Trump, at this point, says he is unapologetic and turns the issue. This is the pivot that needs to be done. I'm very disappointed in John McCain because the vets are horribly treated in this country. I'm fighting for the vets. I've done a lot for the vets. And the vets, in going around the campaign trail, they're treated like third-class citizens. He's done nothing to help the vets. And I will tell you, they are living in hell. That is absolutely true. Absolutely, positively true. I can tell you story after story after story from our news archives, day in, day out, about how horribly vets are treated. Where's John McCain as the leader? Where is John McCain demanding? We've had two resignations. That's it. Two resignations out of all these VA problems across the country. Where's John McCain been? He hasn't. My position, so that we're all clear, John McCain is a cancer on the body politic. I wish he were a Democrat. It'd be more convenient. John McCain is a knave. He's a liar. He does not care about the American people. He does not care about the American Republican primary voter. In fact, he hates them. He is a bitter, bitter, angry man because he believes that he should be president. And the fact that we didn't elect him president makes us stupid. And he is determined to call us crazies in the meantime. His political career is one of shame and scandal. And he's learned to play the game the way Cornyn and Gramnesty and McConnell play the game. And that's what they are. They are game players. But I still don't believe that his service, his military service, is anything other than highly commendable. His service to this country ended somewhere after 1982 when he was elected. I don't think he should be deferred to on any issue because of what he did in from 67 to 73. 
it should be honored and it should be kept in its historical place. Donald, I'm not going to say that I don't believe Donald Trump should have said that. If that's how he felt, that's what he should say. But I don't think he gained a single political follower. I think he winnowed his followership. I think he exposed an ability to be taken off course. He has not been in charge of his narrative over the last couple of days. And I think this will fire up McCain. First of all, this showed a lot of people who were starting to think, you know what? Never really cared for Trump or never thought seriously about Trump. But, hey, he's, he's first place in the polls. A lot of those people pulled back on the reins. Wherever you you specifically, individually, may be on the issue, this did not help Trump. This did not. I, I don't I don't believe if Trump said this or not, that he'd be there January 1st. But this shortened his run. If you were at if you were to ask me to predict. He's going to have another one of these in the next couple of days because he's off his game. He's frustrated. He's angry. He feels he, he's he's confused. The game's not going like it was supposed to. And that's when you make a mistake. He's going to have one or two more of these, and that's going to hasten his exit. You don't have to like it. That's what's going to happen. This is the Michael Berry Show. Matt. But Tuesday's just as bad. A woman named Ashley King has married the love of her life, Joel. Joel Berger. Making their union the Burger King wedding. It was a whopper of a wedding. Joel Berger and Ashley King had it their way on Friday. Getting married in Illinois with every cent of the wedding bill footed by fast food giant McDonald's. No, I'm just kidding. Burger King. The bride and groom posed in paper crowns from the burger chain, and the groom wore the groomsmen wore Burger King t-shirts under their suits, the Today Show reported. The couple generated international headlines earlier this year when the childhood sweetheart snapped a photo of themselves in front of a Burger King sign and announced they were getting hitched. And then a representative from Burger King called and said, the wedding's on us. So the next time you pay your Burger King bill, you can think to yourself, I could have paid a buck less except those two people that got married. Burger, 24, and Ashley King, 25, have known each other since they were children in the small village of New Berlin. King is taking her husband's last name, so she is now a burger. <laughs> burger King always gets in the news for the weirdest reasons. They had the horse meat incident, the move to Canada. Remember that? And who could forget their pride whopper? Remember? Hey, chick spreaders. My name is Andy. And I'm Gary. We're the new spokespersons for Burger King. By now, you've probably heard all about Burger King's latest gift to the fast food world, the Pride Whopper. Mmm, yummy. It's the first ever fast food item specifically catered to the taste bud needs of the sexually liberated. Finally! If you haven't tried it yet, what are you waiting for? You don't have to be a gay guy to enjoy the Pride Whopper. Yeah, it's for the breeders, too. And the Pride Whopper is so good, it inspired us to add some new items to the menu, too. Like the Double Pride Whopper. That's two all-beef patties on your favorite sandwich. We 
gave it double the meat. We're calling it the Jolly Rancher. And we've also decided to add some new items for you ladies, too, like the Fur Burger Tacos. Ditch the buns and sink your teeth into a taco. Ew. And since the Pride Whopper is so popular, for now on, Burger King will be known as Burger Queen. So bring your young children and come on down to Burger King. I mean, Burger Queen. And get yourself some meat, honey. You play a game and something to chew. You're super hungry, so what do I do? What is wrong with Kimmy? Seriously. Where does he come up with this stuff? On this day in Meanwhile, for those of you thinking Republicans are making them look themselves look bad by this tiff between Trump and McCain, who last I checked is not even running for president, Martin O'Malley, speaking at Netroots Nation, O'Malley, the former governor of Maryland, O'Malley, um, the gay white guy. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking to the blogger community is heckled by a group screaming Black Lives Matter. To which he responds, all lives matter. Something for which he later apologized. Talk a little bit about. Hold on one second. What just happened there? I don't. I'm so lost. Hold on. Let's make sure you're getting an answer. I was trying to. Guys, guys, hold on a second. I really want to hear specific responses. Back to their point. Not generalities, yeah. right? But go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, guys, guys. I want an actual conversation to happen. Please, let's do this. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Every life matters, and that is why this issue is so important. Black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Apparently, it is a bad thing to say that all lives matter. Only black lives matter. That's what you're supposed to say. 
Here's O'Malley with activist Joy Williams later. In your explanation, you uh, said the phrase, all lives matter. You said the phrase, white lives matter. Um, but I want to ask you, do you understand the difference in responding in that conversation, in that context with all lives matter or white lives matter when we're specifically talking about black death um, that is not all inclusive? I, I certainly do. And in fact, I believe what I first said was that black lives matter before those other two phrases. And when I said those other two phrases, I meant no disrespect to to the point, which I understand, and uh, and th that Black Lives Matter is making. That was a mistake on my part, and I meant no disrespect, and I did not mean uh, uh, to be insensitive in any way or to communicate that I did not understand the tremendous passion, commitment, and uh, and uh, uh, feeling and and depth of feeling that all of us should be attached to this issue we should never lose an election to these clowns do you realize this here's a gay white guy speaking at a democrat event where a group starts yelling black lives matter you will say it say it to which he says black lives matter there i said it and white lives matter because all lives matter and he later has to apologize? Folks, think about the coalitions that make up the Democrat Party. You've got rich white kids whose daddies are Republicans who think the earth is on fire and they want to shut down all manufacturing. That group also wants $15 minimum wage, which would kill small businesses in this country. That group is willing to shut down Wall Street and Main Street across the country with white, with white people dreadlocks, filthy, stinky people in the middle of the street. Plus, you've got Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and all of their ilk, half of whom are criminals, the, the criminal activist crowd. Then you've got the gay activist crowd. Then you've got La Raza keeping all of those under the same tent. We should never lose an election. It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Derry Show is on the air. Before we get back to the John McCain, Donald Trump conversation and just how wacky the Democrat Party is. I apologize for delaying so long your Monday treat. And now the Michael Berry Show presents the Chicago Weekend Crime Report. Tough week in Chicago last week. Moody's downgraded the city's credit rating because, are you ready for this? Now more than 45% of the city's revenues have to be allocated to servicing debt. It's almost to the point, and it will be soon enough, that half the money they bring in is paying for money they borrowed in the past. Can you imagine if half your paycheck went to pay for your debts in the past? 
The blistering heat waves sent temperatures toward the 90s. The White Sox got pummeled by the Royals. The mood in the city was rather foul. Foul enough that a dozen people were caught on video having a brawl complete with weed pulling. We love weed pulling. World star! And stun guns. If you can't beat the police, join them. Right outside Wrigley Field on Saturday morning. And the Popo Entertainment Detail, a unit devoted to patrolling popular night spots and tourist details, was uh, tourist areas, was nowhere in sight. They don't want to get caught up in it. You might have to shoot one of them. We know how that ends. Maybe they were watching the entertainment from the McDonald's across the street. The weekend's butcher bill. Six people shot dead. Plus one floater in the lake, a woman and her three kids found decomposing in their house, and 30 wounded. Last year's total, five killed, 45 wounded. Friday, 1.40 p.m., 22-year-old Francis Vallon, or might be Vallon, was outside playing with his girlfriend and her three kids when three young black males, late teens, came running out of the gangway between houses, guns blazing. Several shots rang out, and Mr. Vallon ended up bleeding out his life on the sidewalk. Neighbors say that this was the first shooting death in 12 years in their neighborhood, but that lately some undesirable people had taken up residence. What could that mean, Ramon? Welcome to your new neighborhood, America. Friday, 2.40 p.m., Roberto Cervantes, 38, put a gun to his head and pulled the trigger after he shot his younger brother, Joel, or Joel, 29, in the back of the head and cut his 72-year-old father... Jesus cut his father Jesus's throat. He killed Jesus for a moment. You gotta admit, there's something creepy about naming your kid Jesus. Saturday, 1 a.m., a 25-year-old man was shot in the chest and arm as he was standing outside early Saturday morning. A light-colored van pulled up and someone jumped out and started shooting. The victim later died at the hospital. Saturday, 4 a.m., a 30-year-old man discovered slumped over the wheel of a white car by officers on routine patrol. He'd been shot in the arm. Good, Ramon. Yep. And genitalia. Mm, got shot in the middle. He bled out in his car. Man. Saturday, 8.25 p.m. When the stench became overwhelming in the humid evening air, the neighbors called the popo. They discovered the bodies of 27-year-old Latoya Jackson. No joke. And her three sons, Andrew, 11, Cameron, 9, and Cantrell, 5, in the house. While there was some evidence of fire, it was contained inside the residence, and the popo could not determine if the four perished in a fire or if they were aided on their way to heaven by a more direct method. Saturday, 10 p.m., 25-year-old man found on the sidewalk with several bullet holes in him, including one to the head. He was pronounced dead dead at the hospital. Saturday, 7.15 a.m., a boater on Lake Michigan got a nasty surprise when he discovered a body floating about three-quarters of a mile offshore. The Popo are investigating, but the fish don't talk. Friday, 5 p.m., five business associates, a 21-year-old man, two 19-year-old men, a 22-year-old man, and a 23-year-old man were all shot when someone walked up and started spraying bullets. 21-year-old was shot in the back and chest. He's in critical condition. 22-year-old caught one in the elbow. 
Hope you're playing along at home. The 23-year-old took one in his left hand. One 19-year-old was shot in the leg, and the other was shot in the hand. The shooter jumped into a compact SUV and drove off. He shot five people. Dang. Friday, 6.20 p.m., 26-year-old man standing outside when several other men walked up. When the victim turned to leave, one of the other men pulled out a gun and shot him in the buttocks. Friday, 9.20 p.m., 36-year-old man standing outside when another man walked up and shot him in the leg. Or leg, as my grandmother used to say. Friday, 10.30 p.m., a 19-year-old man was sitting inside a van when someone walked up and fired shots, striking him in the... Think Kurt Schilling? cleared on the inbound to Yes. Friday, 11.30 p.m., a 24-year-old was leaning on a car when someone walked up and shot him in the leg. Friday, 11.52 p.m., a 33-year-old man was shot in the leg. Popo asked, as part of their investigation, who did it, and he is not cooperating. Saturday, 1 a.m., an 18-year-old man received a graze wound in his neck in the same incident that took the life of his 25-year-old colleague. What if the Michael Brown, people all around Michael Brown, had said, no, we're not cooperating. Was it a cop who shot him? We're not cooperating. Odd when they choose to cooperate. Saturday, 1.25 p.m., 34-year-old man was hanging with some friends when someone walked up and shot him in the foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's start it over. Here we go. A lot of shootings in Chicago. And now, the Michael Berry Show presents the Chicago Weekend Crime Report. Saturday, 2 a.m., 24-year-old man outside when he heard shots and felt pain. He was shot in the upper left chest. Critical condition. He had no heart. Saturday, 2.20 a.m., 23-year-old woman sitting in the passenger seat of a parked car when a woman, when a man walked up and asked the woman and her date about gang affiliations. Excuse me, might you be associated with a gang? As they decided to leave, he shot at the car, grazing her in the hand that she was using to flash a gang sign. <laughs> That's rich right there. Saturday, 2.55 a.m., a 25-year-old, a 29-year-old man was shot in the leg. Saturday, 5.10 a.m., 60-year-old woman and a 25-year-old man were sitting in a car hmm. when someone walked up and shot them. The woman was shot in the leg. The man was shot in the face. Saturday, 5.55 p.m., a 22-year-old man shot in the arm and back. Said he heard shots and felt pain. That sure seems to be a common thing. You know what's crazy? What's crazy is that none of these things seem to get the media attention as when one of these people runs at a cop tries to kill him, and ends up dead. It's almost as if we're ignoring all of these murders. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But if most of these were black, don't all black lives matter? 
Got to say Michael Berry, man. Hey, Michael Berry. Michael Berry Show presents the Chicago Weekend Crime Report. Sunday, 12.15 a.m. A 12-year-old boy was shot in the back while riding on a scooter. Um, It's past midnight, and he's out riding on a scooter. Whereupon he's shot in the back. Black Lives Matter? Sunday 11, sorry, Sunday 1.15 a.m. 20-year-old man shot in the arm as he was walking along in a gray SUV pulled alongside and someone unloaded some lead into him. Sunday 1.30 a.m. A 22-year-old woman got into an argument with her ex-boyfriend. He decided to cut things short when he shot her in the stomach. Ooh, the old stomach shot. Poop in a bag, baby. Bow! Sunday 3.05 a.m. 25-year-old man and a 30-year-old woman were in an alley conducting some business of an extremely personal nature when a gunman walked up and shot. Oh, that's just rude. That's just rude. Oh, really? That's what y'all doing in the alley? Okay, well, how about this? But ow! The man who was indisposed was shot in the... You know where this is going. Face and to buttocks. Oh, man. We'll pull my bridge. T- oh, you hit me in the butt, man. Dang it. You can't pull your bridges up after that. That means you left running like the hood rats with the pants down low. Oh, the little, like shackles. Oh. The woman was shot in the right side of the chest. Sunday, 3.45 a.m. In a rare stroke of good luck, the Chicago PD got to make an arrest. When a robbery in progress call went out, two beat cops happened to see a suspect matching the description run around the corner. They called for the young man in his 20s to halt. Who goes there? But he turned around and pulled a gun from his waistband. The officers were in fear for their safety and shot him. Even though the suspect was able to run off again, the officers eventually brought him into custody. Wow. That's Sunday, 106 p.m., a 36-year-old man shot in the abdomen. Popo are investigating. He is not cooperating. Sunday, 3.30 p.m., a 23-year-old man was driving when he was stopped at a traffic light and someone nearby fired shots at him. He was shot in the leg. Sunday, 8 p.m., 21-year-old man was standing on the sidewalk when a black SUV drove past and someone inside opened fire. He was hit in the right shoulder and walked 
himself into the ER. Sunday, 10.38 p.m., a 20-year-old was standing outside when he heard shots and felt pain. His friends dropped him off at the ER with gunshot wounds to his left thigh and both feet. A two-feeder. Yep. And there you have it. There's your weekend crime report from Chicago. So the next time you hear that Black Lives Matter, just remember, not all black lives, just the few who can be used to bludgeon the white folk. Nobody else matters. Al in Seabrook, you, sir, are on the Michael Berry Show. Go ahead. Michael. Yes. Uh, the real problem with McKay, he was a hero. He was in prison for five years. I'm a 10-year veteran. The problem was his mind gets scrambled. Anybody who's captured and spends that much time in a prison, your mind gets scrambled. And God bless him for everything he's done, but he should never have run for office. You know, well, screw you. Excuse me? <laughs> I think he thought he'd been hung up upon. No, he did, because he, he was kind of waiting like, whoa, nobody's saying anything. I uh, I have noticed that if you don't respond constantly to callers, they think somehow you have dropped the call. They should hear something back. We should send a signal down the line somehow. Well, in any case, uh, the VA needs money. They need your money. Unless Congress gives the VA enough money to cover a $2.5 billion shortfall between now and the end of the fiscal year, which is a little over 60 days, the VA will have to close hospitals. Oh, okay. This sounds like the sequester. How did you mismanage your money so badly? The budget gap is caused by increasing demands for health care, including veterans who are seeking treatment for their hep C disease. Oh, okay. Well, Republicans, y'all are doing a great job on handling that issue. A great job indeed. Ramon phone's ringing. If you will indulge me, I'd like to tell you a quick story. Um, Saturday evening, I had dinner with uh, the sweet and lovely Carol Janes and David Malsby, who's the executive director of the uh, of PTSD Foundation of America's Camp Hope. And um, a young man in his early 30s, and he told a story. He was engaged to be married. Uh, he got married, I'm sorry, September 5th of 03, I believe. He was 19. Yep, 03. So he's 31 now. Twelve days later, he shipped off to Afghanistan, I believe. He served several tours. He witnessed some pretty awful things, and he went into rather graphic detail about the things that he witnessed. And he came home, and the world didn't make sense to him anymore. He said he had a short fuse. He was a terrible dad and a terrible husband because he was angry at everybody all the time and screaming at everyone all the time. He lost his wife. She took the baby, and he couldn't hold down a job. 
and when the world didn't make sense and he couldn't get the demons out of his head, he took to using increasingly bad drugs until he found himself in a situation where he couldn't hold down a job, couldn't hold down a rent payment. So he was moving from one kid's couch to the next kid, to one friend's couch to the next friend's couch. November 10th, just a few months ago, um, we had a Marine Corps birthday. We do this every year. This year we'll do it on November 8th, which is a Saturday. And Dennis Wolford and our friends at Bottomless Pit donate and cook for two days enough food for about 1,200 Marines. We give them their first two drinks free because we don't think the TABC wants us giving more than two drinks per person away. And we honor them and host them, and there's a cake, and there's a ceremony, and it's a wonderful time. And this guy came. He's not a Marine. He was in the Army. He came with his with his uh, uh, former brother-in-law, who is a Marine, and he came under the influence of, of drugs and a life that had gone awry, and the guy told him about Camp Hope while they were there. He said, well, if you like this place, you need to know about Camp Hope because that's, that's their big – not a charity, but that's their big cause. Two days later, he was at Camp Hope where he took up residence, straightened his life out. He has a girlfriend. He has visitation of his kids again, and he's about to go to work as a counselor at Camp Hope next month. Totally turned his life around. That's how you make a difference. You make a difference. The Michael Berry Show. And, uh, I just enjoy listening to it. The Michael Berry Show. 2084. There was a race riot in South Carolina this weekend. A bunch of Klan members feuded with a bunch of moron Black Panthers. But that was nothing new to South Carolina. In fact, back in 1876, a bunch of race rioters had a race riot in South Carolina to end all race riots. Oh, shit, here we go. It's on. Race war. Race war. Race war. Race war's on, everybody. It's going down. It's going down. South Carolina civil disturbances of 1876 were a series of race riots and civil unrest related to the Democrat Party's political campaign to take back control from Republicans of the state legislature and governor's office. Part of their plan was to disrupt Republican political activity and suppress black voting, particularly in counties where populations of whites and blacks were close to equal. Former Confederate General Martin Gary's plan of the campaign of 1876 gives the details of planned actions to accomplish this. That's racist Democrats. So very racist. You know, the Democrat Party, if you... Study it. It started before Lyndon Johnson, but Lyndon Johnson really was the consummation. It was the completion of the Democrat strategy to take over a block of votes and own that block of votes as a power base to get what they wanted because increasingly progressivism was being rejected 
by white voters. And they realized the white Calvinist tradition in this country was not going to be a majority block for Democrat voters. Progressivism of the FDR type, the Woodrow Wilson type, was not a winner. You simply could not maintain a power base um, with a government of that type. And so they had to figure out a way to win. They had to figure out a way to win in swing states. And the idea was to create effectively a nonviolent race war between whites and blacks. And they have done so, and may I say, very successfully from the time of LBJ. If you look at the presidential elections, they win in 60. They win in 64, which is when it's in full effect. They lose in 68 to Nixon and 72 to Nixon. They win in 76 with Carter. They lose in 80 to Reagan, 84 to Reagan, 88 to Bush. They win in 92 with Clinton, 96 with Clinton. They lose to Bush in 2000 and Bush in 2004. They win with Obama in 08 and Obama in 12. But that doesn't tell the whole story. If you look at how they maintain control of the House and the Senate, momentarily losing control of the House in 94, which they would win back, which would be the ascendance of Nancy Pelosi, their dominance in politics since that time in congressional seats all the way up until, if you take away the, the Gingrich years, the, the, the House takeover, the covenant with America, they've effectively dominated. For 50 years they did so. And uh, then you have the Republican take back, which was a reaction to that. Republicans think that Republicans are losing because Republicans keep losing the White House. But that's not true. There was a House takeover and then a very unlikely Senate takeover. The problem for Republicans, leaving aside the presidential election, is you've got a deflated base that I'm not sure is going to vote, show up and vote for your moderate Republicans. And unless it's a Tea Party Republican that comes out of the primaries, I think you're going to have some Republicans that are going to lose to Democrats in November, next November. And if this trend continues, that could occur for several cycles. If John Wayne McCornin had a serious Republican challenger, a Ted Cruz-type candidate, he'd be defeated. Interestingly, McCain's going to be on the ballot, he says, next year. Nothing would more seal the deal for me than for McCain to lose that election. He'll be 80 years old when he runs. It's almost as if John McCain can't figure out, almost as if John McCain can't figure out what to do other than be in politics, if you think about it. John McCain's an interesting story. It still does not diminish what happened in 1967, and that's what's important. 
That's what Trump spoke to, and that's the mistake. Of course McCain is an awful human being. Just don't criticize the wartime. You can do whatever you want, but there will be consequences. The pushback to Trump is not unreasonable. The pushback to Trump, while it might delight McCain and the Republican establishment, is not unreasonable. But if you think about who John McCain is as a human being, when he came back, he had trouble in his marriage. And, you know, you could argue, well, a lot of guys that did. Reconciliation was tough. But who does he marry? He marries the woman with the Budweiser distributorship in Arizona. He has an affair with her and then marries her. And the story goes that he got a district carved out for John McCain and basically put him in it based on the uh, reapportionment in 1980. He held that seat. And then in 86, when uh, Goldwater retires, he takes that seat. And the story goes, Goldwater was not happy McCain succeeded him because Goldwater did not like him. He has an affair with a woman whose daddy's got all the money in the world and carves him out of congressional. He's a bad guy. I mean, the guy is honestly a bad guy. You still don't criticize his war record. Michael Berry Show. The Michael Berry Show. Berry Show. Come on, I like him a lot. Took my first breath where the muddy rises spills into the Gulf of Mexico where the skyline's colored by chemical plants to put bread on the table of the working man where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife giving a little of a soul every day making overtime the wolves away Pat, you're on the Michael Berry Show. Go ahead. Michael, I'd like to take issue with you on this uh, McCain, uh, this McCain-Trump argument. I, I, uh, I really, I think uh, Trump did a, a beautiful thing, and he was so right. He is absolutely right. A lot. I mean, before you scream and holler. We, he McCain was a victim of circumstance, nothing more. He did his duty. He was not a hero. He may be a patriot. Yeah, I'll hand him that. But he did exactly what he was supposed to do and no more. And I, I really, people are, are uh, turning a lot of veterans into heroes that aren't heroes. I'm very sorry, Michael. Uh, in, in some of these cases, you get the wrong idea. Everybody that served served i mean that was our duty but we're not i mean we're not heroes we are we are people that went through uh hell but that doesn't make you a hero you know i get so sick of hearing it's on uh, uh, this uh 9-11 thing everybody in the, died in the tower was was a hero that is bull there were some fantastic heroes in that day, on that day, they were on that plane trying to overcome the the guys that do it. Those are the heroes. Maybe the, the the first responders that were hauling people out of that 
uh, over making trips in and out. They were heroes. The people that died, uh, they were good people. I'm not taking anything from them. They may be patriots, but they were not heroes. And we are abusing and misusing that term, and I hate to hear it, but McCain is not a hero. And I, agree. I don't agree with a lot of uh, I think Trump's, uh, I, I like what he's saying about a lot of things. I don't agree with him about his populist views. But uh, that beside the point. Uh, he is absolutely right, and he does not deserve the abuse. And, and I tell you, the, uh, the other candidates are loving it. And, uh, but he is absolutely right, and I thank you for giving me this chance to tell you. I, I admire your program. I like your program. Uh, you're a good man. Are you going to vote for I, Donald Trump? I appreciate your, your help. Pat? Yes, sir. Are you going to vote for Donald Trump? Uh, you know what? Uh, if he... If, well, hell, if he's if he's the only one to vote for, I I will I I, I will certainly consider it. I I think uh, I think he's saying what needs to be said. I I do believe I like I say I don't believe in his populist views, and uh, I I I'm a I'm a capitalist, and I and I believe in the capitalist system, and uh, uh, and. Uh, and I think he's, he's a little bit more on on uh, uh, too much too much uh, wants to close everything, and that, that's for that, international trade and not all everything. But I do I do have concerns about that. Mm-hmm. I well, think we can compete with anybody if we just will, but we we can't because it's not be. It's because of our rules and regulations and mandates and all this BS we have taxes and uh, uh, we are, we we have uh, too much against us. I'm sorry. Fair uh, enough, Pat. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Uh, it sounded like you're a veteran. I am a veteran of of Korean War. Okay. Did you see combat? Yes, I did. Where? Korea. What part? Uh. I, I, I. Well, from Incheon up to up up to the Yalu, uh, Michael. I don't like to. I don't like to talk. I. Uh, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, but I, I. I assure you, I was. Okay. Uh, I. I had. Uh, uh, you know, I. I saw it. I saw some hell. Okay, but I am not. You know, I'm not. I, I, no, it's I'm okay, not. Pat. It, 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 Pat, let me ask you a question. You you equated McCain being shot down and five and a half years in captivity to uh, people who were in a tower on nine eleven who were simply, to use your term about McCain, victim of circumstance. You you really think that's a fair comparison? Well, how do you mean that? Um, well, you say I think it's true. We overuse the word hero, um, but but you said that that you know he's not a hero just because he happened to be serving and happened to be shot down. He may be a patriot, but he's not a hero. And you said so, like those people in nine eleven that were in the tower, they're called heroes. And I agree that doesn't make them heroes. But do you think that's a fair comparison? Yes, I do. I, I, I uh, yes, I do. Uh, it, it's exactly. Uh, and I I. There may be other circumstances. Uh, McCain 
may have done something heroic that I don't know about in while he was there, but what from what I've heard, he did what he he was supposed to do. He was he was uh, he was an officer and he was a gentleman. I'll grant him that, and and he was a patriot. I I just don't think he deserves the hero. All right, fair enough, I, Pat. Do you think that the man who shot and killed Osama bin Laden was a hero? Who who shot and killed? Osama bin Laden was a hero. Would you call absolutely? Why well, he just did his job. Well, nothing uh, that, more. He didn't do anything beyond. more than you his job. You know what, uh, Michael? You know yourself that that is above and beyond. No, no. Actually, that's exactly what he was. That's that's the way it was scripted. That's what he did. I know it was his duty. Right. So and, he did and, uh, his duty. How can that be? That that's he didn't fall on a my, an IED for his unit. How how is that? He would have. I, I I assure you, he would have. But but uh, I I okay. I would. I, I you can be. You can uh, absolutely. I'm not saying that uh, you can't. You can uh, you can be in a unit, which he was in a unit, and you and and you are told to. I I I know. I'm th- thinking of other experiences, but you're told to attack the hill. Well. Uh, if if that platoon or those men attack that hill and they win that hill, that is a heroic act. I, I'm not saying that. I mean, that's... And Pat, that, I, I think you've twisted yourself into a, a, a logical circle and you've drilled into the ground. Well, whatever your thought may be, I think any I think most people would argue that using the term war hero for what John McCain went through, despite all the horrible things he's done since then, which is why we never elected him beyond the state of Arizona. I, I, I think it's a losing argument. And and I think public opinion, not just liberals and not just a Republican establishment, would say heroic. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.